Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to an idiotic podcast. I'm Joe Rothenberg, an idiot. Guys, it's been a hot minute. A lot has happened since the last episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying inside. I hope you're washing your hands. I'm sure you are. But, uh, the past few weeks have been very, very busy. There's been a lot of, We've been transitioning at the college where I teach to online classes. So it's been a wild ride, but I figure now more than ever, people need idiotic podcasts to keep them entertained. Like, there's just too much to think about out there, and we need a time and a space to think about things that don't matter at all. And ladies and gentlemen, I am here to provide that safe space for you. Hear your ears can listen to stupidity unfiltered with nary a care in the world as a a brief reprieve for your mind and earlobes. So let, let's get to it. So the general premise of the show is that I open listener emails live and do whatever you tell me to do. Um, sometimes I invent new body parts and sometimes I sing seductive songs about Goofy. There are really no limits to what might happen. So just email me your ideas at anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have an idea and you're not sure whether I'd do it or not, well, that's the perfect idea to send to me. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. But the weirder they are, the more, uh, the more I'm likely to want to try it out. Anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. Now, Lately, I haven't been doing a lot of episodes. I also haven't publicized this podcast in any way yet. So there's like five people who know about it. So I'm, I'm running a little bit low on listener suggestions. So the way I've been supplementing is with what I call the prompt randomizer, which is a program I have on my computer that I made uh, because I'm a, a, a computer genius that can randomize between different parts of a sentence and create prompts for me to do. And there's also number inputs and letter inputs to help me choose things as needed. You'll see what I mean. I've come to really like the podcast randomizer way more than I ever expected. And so I think today the bulk of the podcast is going to be the randomizer because nothing is randomer than a randomizer. So let's get to it. Opening the randomizer. Here we go. Okay, this says, recommend a meaningful Bing search engine result in song. And it gives me the letters L and Z. So I'm going to open the internet and go to Bing. Let's see if it still exists. I can't believe I'm Googling Bing. Oh, God, it just looks like the past, a past that never was. Um, it said L and Z. Leopard comes up. I like that. And then when I type in Z, I get zoo, zord, zebra, zootopia, zebrafish, zivotinja, and zip code. What is zivotinja? Leopard zivotinja. Oh, that is a different language. <laughs> Try again. Uh, let's look up leopard zebra. Is that a thing? Okay, I'm getting a lot of leopard zebra print costumes and clothes. Am I still in Bing? Yeah, I am. Leopard kills zebra. Ooh, gruesome. That's not really a thing. There's no such thing as a leopard zebra. I'm kind of disappointed. Let's look up leopard zord. So this is a Power Rangers thing. 
Okay, those of you who are fans of Power Rangers are way ahead of me here. All right, this looks really meaningful. Leopard Zord. The Leopard Zord is Kylie's Zord. Okay, I take it Zord is like another word for sword that you can trademark. This Zord was based on Purple Leopard, and it can attack the enemies with its claws. The Leopard Zord forms the chest, the arms, and the lower legs of Feline Furry Megazord. No, I'm sorry. Feline Fury Megazord. One arm makes all the difference. I really have very little to say about this. This wiki assumes that you already know what a Zord is. There is no Zord link. Oh, here we go. Zords. <laughs> okay, so Zords appear to be toys that compete with Transformers. I see the Tyranno Knight Zord, which is a Tyrannosaurus toy thing. Tiger Knight Zord looks like you stuck a gun inside a saber-toothed tiger and turned it green. And then the Mage Express Megazord is just a Transformer. You heard it here, folks. Uh, so I'm going to say thank you to the Podcast Randomizer and thank you to Bing for making possible this educational journey for all of us. Okay, back to the Randomizer. Number two. Well, this is... This is food for thought. This says, whistle an interesting product melodiously. So I'm going to see if I can figure out a way to melodiously whistle that will suggest some kind of product so that you can try to guess based on my whistling what product I'm invoking. Okay, I found, I found something that makes sense. Anybody get it? So the song, as I attempted to whistle, is heard it through the grapevine. And the product that is associated with that would be, wait for it, if you lived through the 80s or you recently listened to an episode of the podcast brought to you by, you might be on the same page as me, it is the California Raisins. Ding, ding, ding. Did you get it? So the California Raisins, well, it's not really a specific product. It's, it's all raisin brands not including Raisin Bran. Uh, it's all the brands of raisins that come out of California that formerly had an ad campaign with the California Raisins, a made-up pop group of raisins who sing raisin-adjacent hit songs. So there you go. That, that I whistled an interesting product melodiously. Let's see. This says, imagine a personal news article from the future. I'm going to take that to mean a, a personals ad. So in the future, let's say 100 years in the future, newspapers are back. Personal ads are back. The, the brief period in which newspapers disappeared from the planet is now long forgotten. And people are searching for love in the personals. A young lady of 23 submits a personals ad, which reads, Hello, world. It's me, Emma. I'm looking for love. Yes, love. I am looking for a lover. <laughs> In this era, there is no male, female. We're all just organisms. And I seek an organism who is interested in vintage rocket ships, who enjoys long walks on the asteroid belt. I would like to not flob and chill. 
not flob is what Netflix becomes a hundred years from now. Someone who likes the 900th Star Wars but dislikes the 851st. Politically, I am looking for someone who is with the rebellion. Not no no empire organisms. You must look like your hologram. Okay, bye. There you go. <laughs> I just imagined a personal news article from the future. All right, moving on. Hmm. Okay, I'm trying to think what to do for this one. This says, pick a mysterious, deep personal fear sincerely. So the tone has to shift for a moment here. And I have to find a mysterious, deep personal fear. And I have to be sincere, no joking around. Let's see. What to choose, what to choose. Well, I think I have a personal fear of not being funny. I know that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but you know, that scares me. I'm afraid of the impacts of the pandemic we're going through right now. That's very scary to me. You know, I, I think we're all afraid about that. And I think it makes sense to be it's something we've never been through before. In some sense, I'm, I'm fascinated by it because we're getting to see how people act when their actions really matter. And I'm pretty impressed by what I'm seeing. Really, everybody comes together. The whole world is coming together to do everything we can to, you know, limit the impact of this pandemic. And that gives me hope, both in the short run as we face this battle and in the long run for who we really are as humanity. So it's still scary. And yet, the more I think about it, uh, the more hope it gives me. Whew. And it's very mysterious. There you go. There you got, there's two for the price of one. Ooh, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I, maybe I'll do part of this. This says, describe an original item from the garbage in a text message. Let me remind you, this is a podcast. If I were to put this in a text message, it wouldn't really make much difference. But I can describe an original item from the garbage. Let me go get my garbage can. As fate would have it, I took out the garbage yesterday. However, the recycling yields some interesting results. Here's my recycling bag. I have an Evol frozen dinner. It's butternut squash and sage ravioli. So obviously you eat this to gain wisdom. It's brain food. They've chosen minimalistic graphic design, uh, mostly the color orange offset against a backdrop of white. They have a large photograph of their product, the butternut squash and sage ravioli, cooked, not in its frozen state, in a bowl. And it, it looks pretty good. Uh, the food photographer did a good job. And I have to say, as someone who ate this product last night, it did closely resemble its image on the side of this box. I also see on the, uh, on the sort of end of the box, by the barcode, you can cut out part of the box and get three points, which I presume will set you on your way to an Evol t-shirt because they have an Evol t-shirt depicted there. So, boy, I really can't wait to save up and buy my TV dinner branded t-shirt. <laughs> can't wait to connect with my other Evol fans out there. All right, that's a sufficient description. Oh, yeah. 
We have a can here of Jumbo Chef Boyardee spaghetti and meatballs, self-described on the can as pasta and meatballs with pork, chicken, and beef in hearty tomato sauce. Close friends of mine will know that I have had a lifelong love affair with Chef Boyardee. The, uh, the perfect blend of sodium and flavor just really does it for me, and there's, there's just nothing like Chef Boyardee. And so I think you get a portrait of a man from what he places in his recycling bin. Hopefully you have come to feel closer to me and uh, a little bit less alone. Moving on. Ooh, I like this. Okay, the podcast randomizer says, Review a secret business starting with WF. I don't know how I can find a secret business, but maybe I can find a business. Starting with WF. And if it's one that I haven't heard of before, I'll consider that to be a secret. Oh, there exists a business so secretive that no one has ever heard of it. It is called Wells Fargo. I'm not a Wells Fargo customer. So I'm going to review it from the standpoint of someone who has never done business with them that I know of. Okay, I'm looking at their website. They have a lot of pictures of various families of different demographic backgrounds looking responsible but Fun. <laughs> I see I See a man with a child on his shoulders, presumably his own child, although they're probably actors. There's a glistening sunny day, washed out colors, a yellow hue over everything, suggesting a nostalgic feel. Nostalgia for today. And the text reads, simplified banking. <laughs> the connection to the image is weak at best. <laughs> Everyday checking provides convenience and fast access. I like that. Unlike other banks, Wells Fargo allows you to access your checking account every day instead of just random days. There's another picture. An African-American man with a grayed beard showing his wisdom and a striped shirt that kind of makes it look like he's in an old-timey prison, but jeans that contradict that story element, uh, is at his computer. He's in a house that clearly has furniture, but he's choosing to do his computing on the floor. Why? I don't know. And the image says, making sense of today's markets. Let us help you understand what it could mean. At least this has a tangential possibility to a relationship with the image. Since he's at a computer and he could be attempting to make sense of today's markets, only without Wells Fargo's help, he'll surely get nowhere. Moving on, we have a man and a daughter, possibly. She looks about five. The man is in a denim shirt, buttoned only up to the third from the top button because he is at home, participating in leisure. He is sitting on the floor, this time with a child, so he has an excuse. Apparently, Wells Fargo caters to people who do not use furniture. The text reads, Innovation, security, convenience. Building better every day. That sentence was a little bit confusing, but I got through it. So presumably, they are as innovative, secure, and convenient as a small child playing with Duplos. Now you've been filled in on the details, as, as have I, and, and uh, looking through the rest of the website, I see more pictures of responsible-looking people enjoying life in sunny, yellowish environments. I get an impression that Wells Fargo would like to be associated with pleasant memories, even though they are a bank. And in my experience... <laughs> The banks are not always the first thing I think of when I'm at the beach with loved ones. But I'm going to go ahead and, and give this website uh, a thumbs up. 
it seems to be making an effort to put you in a state of calm. And for that, I give Wells Fargo my full, unbridled passing grade. Okay. (laughs) Well, now that you know about that secret business, Wells Fargo, we can move on. I think it's time to uh, use a listener prompt for the first time in the podcast, this episode. Perhaps the only time, because like I said, I'm running out of listener prompts. Email me your prompt ideas at anidioticpodcast at gmail.com. I know we just did a review, but let's, let's go ahead and make this a review-heavy episode. Create a theme here. This one's from Chelsea. This prompt says, read Haribo five-pound sugar-free gummy bear reviews. Find a long one. Now, I don't know if this is a meme or what, but I'm down. I'm so down. Let's find out. Let's, let's find out if this is a thing. Five-pound Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. So what is it? I I was under the impression that gummy bears were just a lump of sugar. So if it's sugar-free, what is it? Going to Amazon.com. Another secret business. There are 10 ratings. I'm supposed to find a long one. (laughs) None of these are long. People people are pretty concise. The people eating these uh, five-pound gummy bears are, are eloquent writers. They don't mess around. This one is titled, Behavior Therapy Might Be in Order. It says... Troublingly delicious, as evidenced by the way people run from me after I eat, and once the gut rumbles begin, <laughs> uh, no duh, they give me <laughs> they give me gas beyond any former experience, including stench and pain. But I like them so much, I can't stop in spite of the knowledge of what will come. <laughs> gas beyond any former experience. By the way, that's a five-star review. I'm going to see if I can find a longer one. Here are some longer ones. This is also Amazon, but it's now being sold by Albanese Confectionery. 65% five-star rating. And yet, even the five-star reviews (laughs) seem to be patterned after warnings. Okay, here's a five-star review by Dylan H. that says, Digestive overload, three exclamation points. Well, I bought these fully well knowing the consequences of my actions. (laughs) However, the unforeseen events that followed include, but are not limited to, my prize hunting dog. My, oh, sorry. <laughs> my prize hunting dog. It's not a, not a prize seeking dog. Unable to track due to the horrific stench of my bowels. <laughs> so, okay, I, I'm getting a portrait here of a hunter with a prize winning dog who is <laughs> eating five-pound sugar-free gummy bears while on the hunt and farting all the whole time. And I have to imagine that he is also scaring away the animals. Uh, next bullet point. My wife looking at me with cotton dipped in Vicks VapoRub shoved into each nostril. The bathroom toilet holding up a picket sign saying it wants an increase in wages if it's going to keep putting up with my digestive system. <laughs> this is pretty good. A signed petition from my neighborhood asking to please put a stop to suburban whale calling at all hours of the night. Best of luck. Okay, so in summary, gummy bears give this person gas. C. Gary gives this product a two-star review and it says, it reads, eat cautiously. So two-star review, very similar headline to the five-star reviews. C. Gary says, all the rumors are true. I thought most of the funny reviews were fake. They're not. Irregardless, 
Not really a word, but apparently becoming a word. I was cautious when eating. I, according to a review on here, restricted myself to 10 gummies. I get it. This isn't a single five pound gummy bear. This is five pounds of gummy bears. Okay, I'm a little bit disappointed by that. Continuing. The next day I was fine. What I didn't know is the culprit ingredient, mannitol, because intestinal bacteria cannot metabolize it, lingers in the intestines. So when, in the second day of eating 10, enough built up in my intestines to create a massive health problem. What is massive? Eight hours of intestinal violence, agony, and even though I quickly emptied my digestive contents, my innards writhed in exquisite agony trying to expunge the very last molecule of mannitol. <laughs> yes, it's as bad as salmonella poisoning. For the life of me, I don't know how these are legal to sell. My research revealed that if you eat a very small amount over a week, eventually you'll get a new strain of bacteria that can metabolize mannitol. And that's what I'm aiming for. So far, five per day is working. <laughs> So this person is continuing to eat gummy bears in an attempt to build up an immunity. <laughs> wow, that is wild. The, the other side effect of these gummy bears is like really uh, descriptive writing abilities. Like all of these reviews are, are like these people are inspired. The gummy bears are their muse. Wow. Well, thank you, Chelsea, for that excellent prompt. I see now where it came from. Okay, folks, I think that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for joining me for an idiotic podcast. I hope this has been idiotic. I trust it has. Don't forget to write in to an idiotic podcast at gmail.com with your ideas of stuff for me to do. If I can do it from the comfort of my desk chair and it's not dangerous, expensive, or socially reprehensible, there is a very good chance I will do your idea on the show. No idea is too random or too stupid. Please feel free to check out my Instagram at joe tato chips that's j-o-e tato chips to see my comics uh which are similarly idiotic and hopefully enjoyable my new web address joetatochips.com slash shop you can go there to buy stuff and support my art and get cool things that you can use as gifts or decorations uh my highlighted print for this week from the shop let's see I'm going to go with the Francesco comic strip. This is one of my most popular comic strips I've ever done. It features a very zen frog, so it makes a great print if you want a little giggle as you walk past a certain portion of your house each day. Our theme music is by the fantastic Ryan O'Connell of ryanomusic.com. Thank you so much, Ryan. Uh, and I would be eternally grateful if you would consider subscribing to this podcast so that you can get episodes in your feed every time one comes out and leave a five-star review. If you want to hear me discussing the classic comic strip Garfield with uh, a couple of strangers, check out the recent week of the podcast Being Jim Davis. An excellent podcast for those who like idiotic podcasts such as this one. I'm there for the entire week. Feel free to check that out. Keep in mind, I attempt to keep this podcast more or less family friendly. On being Jim Davis, they do not. And that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you're never too smart to be an idiot. Ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs>